Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is Plush Care. Plush Care is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. Hey, hey, Waffle Gang. I do hope you're well. My name is Mark, and today we're checking out some more relationship stories. And if you do love a Reddit story, why not consider hitting the like, subscribe, maybe that notification bell too. Let's crack on with today's first story. Now, today's first story comes from Economy Leak 123. It does come with an update, and just before we do get into it, it does contain homophobia and bullying as well. So, just want to give you that warning if you'd like to skip the story. Timestamps are always in the description below. Let's crack on with it. Today's first story is Today I messed up by being tricked by a straight guy into dating him. So, to start things off, I'm gay. I live in a small town in the middle of nowhere, USA. I'm a male 18. I wasn't ever really bullied for being gay, unless it was online. Everyone was cool with it except the super conservative families in town. Of course, I've had my fair share of names and threats, but I shrug them off. It's normal to me. There's this group of boys who are like the super bro-do straight guy group of the school. They act more gay than I do, but still call me names, etc. In this group, there's this guy I call Skylar. Skylar is my age, looks like a puppy dog and was very sweet to me always, but always presented as straight, which is why I was shocked when he asked me out this summer. I mean, I'm not ugly or anything, I just didn't expect this super dude bro jock to ask me out. Our first date was amazing, I mean, it was the 4th of July at our state fair, we got corn dogs, played games and he kissed me on the ferris wheel. After a few dates we had gotten a lot closer. We never had sex though. He wanted to wait and I respected that. Mike's boyfriend's birthday was on October 20th. He had this huge party and invited everyone and of course I wasn't shocked when he invited me. This is where I was stupid. I was head over heels for this guy. I was like stupid in love with him. I mean I get giddy every single time I saw him and I'd get butterflies in my chest whenever he touched me even after three months. I was in love with him. I think part of me still is which is why I'm heartbroken writing this. I bought my boyfriend Skylar this beautiful pendant and chain. It was an 18 karat gold with a diamond. Very expensive and cost me two years of working part time at McDonald's. I was very excited to give this to him. At his party, he brushed me off the entire time. I gave him his gift and a letter that I wrote from the bottom of my heart. I thought we were forever. Turns out it was all a lie. He started giggling with his friends, reading the letter and when he finished, he was crying laughing. That's when he started explaining that it was all a dare and that he only went out with the town F slur to win a bet. He thanked me for the necklace and went on with his party. I've stayed home for several days now. I'm heartbroken and just devastated. I thought this boy was the absolute love of my life. Turns out all of his friends were in on everything to the text messages and the letters we would write each other. We were on the download because he said he wasn't ready to tell his family he was bisexual. This was already a red flag I ignored because his mum is bisexual 
and would have been completely fine with it. But this entire time, he tricked me. He broke my heart into pieces and I can't help but scream into my pillow. I want to hurt him the way I hurt. I want to hear him scream the gut-wrenching screams I scream late at night when the earth is quiet into my pillow so my family can't hear me. I can't go back to school. I'm already the laughing stock on social media. I'm thinking of switching schools and going to live with my aunt. I was blinded by love and hurt. Edit, I'll update everyone on what happens next. I'm going to tell his mum and try to get my necklace back. Thanks for the support, everyone. But Benji says, man, this is the type of stuff that happens in the plot of a movie. It's kind of hard for me to fathom that a person could do this. Personally, would get them back by turning the court of public opinion on him. I'd be surprised if most people weren't in your corner about this one. I can't believe he kept the chain. I'm not religious, but a warm place in hell for dudes like this. Miscellaneous says, no one dates someone for three months on a dare. I'm guessing someone called him a slur because of his sexuality, so he made the dare story up to save face to his bigger friends. It's very shitty behavior, and you deserve better. Sita says, A, you deserve better. B, wouldn't it be funny if I went out with a gay guy and kissed him and went on dates with him and stuff? Has got to be the least straight, most closeted thing I've ever heard. C, tell his mum what he did so she beats his ass. Iberko says, one of you is an honest, loving adult. It's not him. I bet almost everyone who reads this thread knows that immediately and feels nothing but sympathy and good wishes for you and contempt for the jerk. Hang in there. This will probably suck. But when it's over, you'll be stronger. And my bet is you're already much better prepared to have a wonderful life than he ever will be. Opie replies saying, I should have been smarter though. Like I could feel something was off, but I genuinely thought we were in love. There were red flags, but I brushed them off. Really not your clone says, so he kissed you, doted on you, and otherwise was your boyfriend for months, and he's straight, and did it for a dare. I'm sorry that you had to be the victim of this sorry fuckstain's internalized biphobia and his terrible circle of friends. Have that you find the person you deserve to be with. Happy Fairy says, instead of making you look like a fool, he made himself look like an utter prick. Do you think people are going to look back on this and laugh at you? They won't. They talk about how much of a dick that guy is and how what he did was so cruel. Karma will get him, but I second telling his mother. He of all people should know better. I'd also ask for their necklace back. Normally, I'm with Judge Judy and I will say it's a gift, so it should be kept. However, the relationship was a lie, so he should return it. And one more from Chewie says, Oh my god, what a fucking waste of skin this guy is. I can't understand why anybody would be so cruel as to invest so much into a dare. Know what? He's going to wake up in a cold sweat one night with a crushing realization of what he has done. Might not be soon. Will take some time for him to mature by the sounds of things. But it will happen. And it will haunt him. Maybe he'll try to find you to apologize. Maybe the shame will be too great. But his actions will catch up with him. Take care of yourself. Don't hide away. Cruelty of this type is rare and you are not the laughing stock that you think you are. Believe me, he will be talked about more. So then Opie came in with an update to their post which said, hey everyone, so I got my post taken down because I linked the subreddit to where people could make comments. I thank everyone who've reached out. I mean, I didn't expect this post to go as viral as it did. 4.6 million views 
videos on TikTok and YouTube. I had over 100 people in my messages and I tried to reply to each one. In total, I had around 1,000 comments on my subreddit post and the original post. I read every single one of them. For everyone commenting and asking about my parents. My dad has been very supportive throughout the whole process. My mum, however, has been distant about everything. She doesn't really like LGBTQ community, but has tried changing her views with me. I guess it's all I can ask of her. At first, I thought it would be better to go over to his house to confront his mother. My dad was willing to go along with me, but I couldn't really bear to see him. I was very nervous at first when I messaged Skylar's mum on Facebook last night. I mean, she didn't believe me in the beginning. She never thought her son could do something so horrible. I sent her some of our photos and messages. She didn't reply for a bit, but later would call me. Explain everything from July to October. She was quiet for a long time after I finished. I mean, I was still sniffling through the phone. She asked me if I still loved her son. I mean, I was crying almost the entire time because I am still in love with him. I mean, how can you go from loving someone so easily to hating them the next? Isn't that ironic? Those we love can do the most horrible things to us and yet we still find a way to care about them. So I told her yes. She would then tell me she experienced something similar with a guy. How he was dared to lead her on for a few weeks. How she knew how I felt because she felt the same way at the time. She learned to let go. She would then go on to talk with me for an hour or two about how things were between us. Everything felt surreal after that. She would then message me later that night that she isn't able to force her son to give the necklace back, but she's terribly sorry and that Skylar is staying at his dad's for the time being. He's probably extremely upset about it. The main reason the divorce happened, from what Skylar told me, is that his dad couldn't really accept his mum. I felt crappy then, but it felt good getting everything out to someone so close to him. I don't want to talk to him, yet I do. I want my necklace back. I mean, I don't know how I'm going to get it back. I might have cross-posted this on r slash legal advice. I mean, technically, it was a gift. As expensive as it was. I understand how immature it was of me to spend so much on a gift, but I didn't really care that time about the cash. I stayed home from school today, but I think I'm going to confront him tomorrow at school. Not in front of the class or anything like some teenage rom-com from Disney, but I'm going to try to find some time alone. Does anyone have any advice? But everyone telling me it wasn't love. It felt like love, but everyone telling me that I wasn't in love is weird. I would have rather died than someone to hurt him. I would have done anything for him. And even now, after all the hurt that I've been given, the slurs, the hate, the lies, I still don't want to see him hurt. I still see his smile. I can feel the sweet gestures and hear our conversations. This is a rising trend in the LGBTQ community. Homophobic people baiting gays and the situations are on the rise. If you can, talk to your community about this. We need to spread light on the problems with queer baiting. I posted this last night but deleted it because of developments. Basically, Skylar and a few of his friends were just shit-talking me on social media on Instagram Live, calling me slurs, saying that I lied to his mum about stuff. Advice would be appreciated. I'll update you. And I'm glad you went to his mum with what was going on and, and told her the situation especially when you mentioned his mom was by in the original post and you got to hear her experiences about what she went through. So of course she's going to be incredibly disappointed. I am myself disappointed that you wasn't able to get that necklace back yet. I'll certainly keep an eye out for updates on that one. But in terms of what's going on with the Instagram live stuff, 
I'd be reporting this to your school if possible because there's bullying behavior and they shouldn't be able to get away with this after what they've done already. And like many of the comments said, you've got nothing to be ashamed of. You haven't done nothing wrong. And I think any normal person looking from outside in and knows the full story and not whatever they've concocted here should 100% be on your side. But now I'm going to turn this one to you guys. What do you guys make of this situation? Many of the comments suspected that Skylar is just closeted and then fell back on this is a prank when someone else found out about it. But what do you guys think is going on here? Let me know your thoughts down in the comments below. Let's move on to another story. A lot can happen in three years, like a chatbot may be your new best friend. But what won't change? Needing health insurance. United Healthcare Tri-Term Medical Plans, underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage that lasts nearly three years in some states. Learn more at UH1.com. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello? Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. And our next story comes from RSVP Throwaway, who says, Am I the asshole for kicking a girl I didn't know out of my wedding? My husband and I, both 27, got married a few weeks ago. And he is obviously still upset about it, but I don't think I was in the wrong, so I thought I would ask here. We only gave plus ones to married couples, or if we knew the SO well. My husband has one childhood friend that was coming from out of state to attend. I've met him a bunch, but only his girlfriend of three years a few times because of the distance. I didn't want to give him a plus one, but my husband begged since he was traveling and didn't know anyone else at the wedding, and he didn't want him to be uncomfortable or have to travel alone. I said fine just to make him happy. Flash forward to the reception, I see him with some girl I've never seen before. I asked husband what was up and he told that his friend and his girlfriend broke up a few days before the wedding and since he already RSVP'd as two, he brought a friend with him. I was pissed since I made an exception for him and I didn't want anyone random at my wedding. I had one of my bridesmaids go up to him and tell him he could stay but his date please go back to the hotel as this is a private event. He said okay and didn't make a fuss, but he left with her and didn't come back. I thought everything was fine and had a great night. My husband found out about it the next day and we got into an argument. He's mad because his friend traveled and I kicked him out without talking to him. I didn't kick him out, just his date. Now it's a few weeks later, my husband still brings it up from time to time and his friend hasn't been answering his texts. I kind of feel bad, but it was my wedding and I didn't want any strangers there. I never know how these ones are sort of going to go because of the whole your wedding, your rules sort of thing. But from my point of view, yes, you're going to be the asshole in this situation. And it started off from the second paragraph for me that your husband pretty much had to beg to give his childhood friend a plus one. And when you did grant this plus one and you found out, you know, that the guy broke up with his girlfriend of three years and he brought a friend with him as company because he wouldn't know anyone else. You got a bee in your bonnet about it. 
And I'm always blown away at people on their wedding days, especially after the main bit is over. You're at the reception, the bit where you're meant to be enjoying each other, dancing, having a good time with friends and family. You're fixated on this one person, this friend of your friend's husband that's a stranger and must be ousted immediately. Instead of just going, ah, oh, you know, it is what it is. I can see why he wanted a friend there because he doesn't know anyone else here. Your husband knows that too. And now you've likely gone and damaged the relationship between your husband and his friend as well. But dumbest man ever says you're the arsehole. What was the actual harm of this person being there at that point? And he had a plus one, and it is unlikely he knew you gave him dispensation on your special day. This comes off as power hungry and controlling. You responded to perceived rudeness with the ultimate rudeness. You kicked someone out, which come on, you knew her date was going to follow. So you booted your husband's friend. You're a ginormous arsehole. You're the arsehole. Dear God No says you were so concerned about making the wedding perfect for yourself that you ruined it for your husband. You're the arsehole. Another commenter says not the arsehole. Everyone here talking about kindness while eviscerating OP. Yikes. OP didn't kick out the husband's friend. Just asked the plus one, who was a complete stranger, to go back to the hotel. A friend chose to leave as well. Why is everyone okay with strangers at weddings, especially smaller ones? Was everyone okay with people breaking a clearly stated rule about no plus ones that are not known by people getting married? Why are people acting like OP kicked out the friend? So confusing. I've seen similar posts where people bring kids to child-free weddings where rules are clearly stated ahead of time and people are all for kicking them out. I don't really see how this is different. Another commenter says not the arsehole. Why is everyone saying you're the arsehole? The only reason you gave a plus one was because you knew who the plus one would be. They then decided to bring some random person to a private event. You still welcomed him to stay. It's so wrong to bring an unimproved guest to something like a wedding. And one more from Ashley M2 says you're the arsehole. Your husband's childhood friend traveled for your wedding to celebrate you. Days after his long-term girlfriend and him broke up. He understandably didn't want to travel alone or be at a wedding alone where he knew no one. You gave him a plus one and had paid for the head already. So he brought his allowed plus one. Then you decide to throw her and by extension him out of your wedding for no reason. Because unless your wedding was like 10 people and your hate of having a plus one, you didn't know there was more important to you than your husband having his childhood friend there. I don't understand how him having a date at a wedding where he knew nobody was so offensive to you that you couldn't bear having her exist in the same space as you. You need to offer your husband a massive apology. You also need to call his friend and offer him a massive apology for being such an asshole. If this is how you're going to act for the rest of your marriage, it's going to be short-lived. Now, I'm going to turn this one to you guys. How would you guys feel in this situation like OP? You invited your husband's childhood friend. You gave them a plus one. With someone who was expecting his, his girlfriend of three years to come along, he didn't bring her. He brought someone else. How would you feel about that at that moment? Let us know your thoughts down in the comments below. Let's move on to another story. And I spotted this little cheeky story this morning about a blocked driveway. You know me, I love a bit of neighbor drama, street drama, that kind of stuff. From Necrid101 who says, block my driveway. I don't know where your car went. This just happened. In fact, I'm still a little pumped of adrenaline of such a little act. What a rush. <laughs> so I live on a street connected to an elementary school. 
other residents, including myself, have issues on weekdays around 3.30 p.m. That's when parents will be parked all along our street to go pick up their kids from the school at the end of it. There is no problem with that as I expected. We have a guy named Terry on our street. Terry had left all the neighbors a business card saying that if any people block their driveway, to call him immediately and he would tow then right away. He is basically on standby from 2pm to 4pm in our neighborhood. I never had a chance to use this card yet. The only issue for me is that I finish work at 2pm and then I go get groceries and usually end up home around 3.30pm. A few times now, I've come home to park in my driveway there is a vehicle completely blocking me. AKA, instead of parking on the curb, it will park at the end of my driveway and make it unable for me to park in. So I have to ask the owners to move. Today specifically, there was an old Dodge minivan blocking my driveway. When I got out of my car to knock on the tinted window, I realized no one was inside. I thought maybe they are napping in the back while they wait. Well, nope. No one was in the vehicle. I couldn't get into my driveway. This is specifically annoying because the curb behind and in front of him were both vacant. Maybe they weren't vacant when he parked there. So I got the card out of my glove compartment and called Terry. I gave him my house number and in less than five minutes, he had that bad boy towed out of there. So what happened next? I decided to start cleaning my car on my driveway until the owner came by. My first plan was to tell the owner that he and she had blocked the driveway and I had it towed. But as I was outside cleaning my car, it's 22 degrees outside in November, don't ask how Canadian weather works. I saw him coming back with his son. He looked incredibly confused as I was cleaning my car. I noticed him and didn't say anything as he was on his phone, so he actually came to me really upset. He said, hey pal, have you seen my van? Are you that much of a fucking asshole to call it for a tow when I was gone three minutes? So my plan changed. I said, wait, what van? and I decided to play dumb. Well, about an hour later, he rang my doorbell and asked for details. I told him to fuck off and came here to write this. Terry is back in his driveway with his tow truck though, and I plan on giving him a six-pack of beer for helping me. Terry, the absolute fucking legend. (laughs) Now, as you guys know, well, I've explained probably in the past, and you may not have heard it, but I live quite close to a school as well and I have to walk past that to go to the train station or into town sometimes and if you walk past round school pickup time, the cars down the roads blocking people's drives, they're absolutely all over the place and it must drive the neighbours wild. It would certainly drive me mad the way that they, they use this little area like people's drives as turning circles and stuff. I just think it's just so bloody rude to do that. I see people every single day They pull their car in and they will just sit there leaving their car running while sat in their drive. I think that's even rude in itself to do that. And the people that own the houses around the area send letters to the school to try and get people to stop parking there, in their drives especially. But it doesn't seem to make much of a difference. But what do you guys make of this one? Let me know your thoughts down in the comments below as always. Would always love to hear them. And just a huge thank you from the bottom of my heart for getting involved in today's stories. Your love, support and time always means the absolute world to me. And hopefully I will see you in the next one. Take care and much love.
Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Mm. 